0: When he saw that Prince and his younger sister, Taika, were interested in music, he encouraged them to play his piano, realizing he'd have to live his dream vicariously through them. While young Prince tapped out melodies, Taika told City Pages, She sang, because that's what my mom and dad did. But just as quickly, Moody John would see them bang away on the keys and tell them to get away from the piano. He needed it for his own dream, after all. Though the inner conflict persisted, inevitably he relented, and Prince showed him a melody he had written called Funk Machine. Monday through Friday, Prince attended elementary school, where other students sometimes insulted his diminutive size. By 1967, the fifth grader was being bused to a school in an affluent, predominantly white suburb. He wasn't thrilled. One day in class, he turned to a page in a textbook that had a black-and-white photo of a young dead black man hanging from a rope on a tree. His sister Tyka recalled, according to Per Nilsen, that other students chased them back to the school bus many afternoons. "'I didn't know it was because we were black,' she said. "'Some days other students by the bus protected them. "'But the next day would always bring another chase and more epithets. "'Inevitably, Prince tried to withdraw from the experience. "'One morning he hid his socks.' believing this would give his mother no choice but to let him stay home. No dice. She yelled, You're going to get to that school and find some socks. He sighed and kept dressing. She couldn't have them calling me a nigger with no socks on, he told Paper Magazine in 1999. Sundays, his mother took him to a wooden two-story Seventh-Day Adventist church, where he was enrolled in a Bible study class. On these days, Eight-year-old Prince bonded over music with his schoolmate, Andre Simon Anderson, the son of his dad's former bass player, Fred. The most I got out of that was the experience of the choir, Prince said of church, according to Nilsson. During this period, Prince's older half-brother, Alfred, Maddie's son from her first marriage, was trying to dodge a few rules. In his room, Alfred sang along to his many James Brown records. He styled his hair in a Little Richard-type conch. He always seemed to have money. He also ignored John Nelson's curfews. Late at night, Alfred climbed out of a basement window and hit the street. With him gone, Prince and his cousin Charles tiptoed into his room to try on his clothes and play his James Brown records. Sometimes, Alfred caught them in the act, but he didn't mind. In the end, things didn't end well for Alfred, Charles told author Peer Nilsson years later. His recreational drug use led to confinement in a local mental institution. Prince himself was born epileptic. As a child, he had seizures. While he trembled and shook, his parents stood nearby, wondering how to help. Still, they did the best they could with what little they had, he explained. There were other stressors. In 1981, Prince told New York Newsday that his father felt hurt that he never got his break, because of having the wife and kids and stuff. With Maddie resenting this, there were constant fights. By 1968, Prince was watching things finally fall apart between his parents. They began having high-volume arguments that sometimes left Maddie in tears. Maddie and John had always been different. She was louder and more vivacious, while John was serious and strict. She had set aside music in the interest of her kids, while John did manage to play some shows in local clubs. I think music is what broke her and my father up, and I don't think she wanted that for me, Prince later told New York rocker. Serious musicians like his father could be moody. They needed space. Everything in their environment had to be just right. My father was a great deal like that, and my mother didn't give him a lot of space. She wanted a husband, per se. Finally, John and Maddie called it quits. After 13 years of marriage, they decided to separate and filed for divorce. John packed his stuff and moved into a small apartment near Minneapolis's downtown. Prince was shocked when John left. He didn't even take his piano. Everything was cool, I think, until my father left. And then it got kind of hairy, Prince said. At home, it would now be only Prince, his mother, and Tyka. He left when I was seven, so music left with him, Prince said. But he did leave his piano.